Wrigley's Spearmint Gum presents The Howard Miller Show. Now here with music on records is Howard Miller. Thank you very much, Joe Foss. Hi, everyone. Once again for a quarter hour from Chicago to our full beam of the CBS network. We're very pleased indeed to speak for Wrigley Spearman Chewing Gum and say today that the vintage of warmth adds immeasurably to our quarter hour segment because that vintage is based on a great friendship that I have for a great talent. His name is Eddie Arnold, who is visiting here in the city of Chicago today, going to make a few appearances with the various disc jockeys and on our television tonight. And any time Eddie comes within uh, a hoss's throw of me, <laughs> i got to make a bid to have him come closer because this is a man I've admired for a great long while. Eddie, it's just great having you here, and welcome to Chicago. Thank you, Howard. It's uh, great being here, my friend. We're going to talk uh, considerable about your album as soon as we listen to one of the two sides, but we're going to deviate from our usual custom of um, splitting up uh, record plays today and play two sides from your album because... I think you warrant it and deserve it. One of America's top talents. So without further ado, let me put on one of these sides and then we'll talk about it. If you don't mind, I'd like to start off with um, Don't Take Your Love From Me. I'd be happy, Mr. Miller. Oh, thank you, Mr. Arnold. Here he is, Eddie Arnold, Tennessee plowboy, they say, but here is country western singer turned real pop and wonderful on Don't Take Your Love From Me. star from out the sky and the sky feels blue tear a petal from a rose and the rose weeps too take your heart away from mine and mine will surely break My life is yours to make So please keep a spark away Would you take the wings from birds So that they can't fly Would you take the ocean's roar And leave just a sigh All this your heart won't let you do This is what I beg of you Don't take your love I beg of you 
Don't Take Your Love From Me, done by Eddie Arnold, a fine side from a brilliant new offering that he has made for RCA Victor, the Eddie Arnold album called A Little on the Lonely Side. We're going to bring Eddie closer to the microphone and talk to him now in just a second, but before we do, this being Friday, and a pleasant Friday, I hope it's going to be in your young lives, Friday, February the 15th, let's sort of make it a day that you're going to um, foreswear safety over the weekend, and if you do happen to go out in your automobiles, Will you please remain the happy-go-lucky individual you are rather than to become a statistic on Monday? Please drive very carefully if you go out on the highways today or tomorrow or Sunday. And I'll tell you one of the best ways I know to stay alert, and by staying alert, stay alive when you drive your automobile, is to make certain that you stay awake by chewing Wrigley Spearmint chewing gum. Now, this is just not an advertising boast. Anyone will tell you, psychiatrists or doctors, that if you keep chewing, whether it's talking or just chewing gum, it, chances are you're much more inclined to stay alert than wide awake. And then, of course, it's always the alert driver who comes back Monday morning to work happy and sound after a pleasant weekend. So you enjoy all the fun that there is for the weekend and enjoy Wrigley's Spearmint and then be alive and healthy and kicking on Monday as we are for the rest of, we hope, the week for you. But remember to have Wrigley's Spearmint chewing gum. It's delightful, delicious, pure and refreshing. It's a wonderful treat. Now move in a little bit closer, will you, Edward? Son? Thank you, Mr. Miller. Where'd you ever get the name Tennessee Plowboy? You sound like a sophisticated balladeer uh, from the bedroom department here on this album. Well, Mr. Miller, I am a plowboy, or I was a plowboy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, golden uh, plows, no doubt, by this time, though, because you have probably sold more phonograph records. I guess I'll have to make the exception. Maybe Bing Crosby has sold more, but I don't know of anybody else yes, who can has. top you for total sales, Eddie. What was the last figure Victor has ever released to the total number of records you've sold? About 32 million now, Howard. 32 million. Uh-huh. When you consider that for each one of those you get uh, a dollar clear profit. Ooh. <laughs> Wouldn't that be wonderful? Man, oh man. Eddie, this is a switch, though, because for a great long while, the, the world, not just the American public, but the world has accepted you as a great country and western singer, the best in the nation. Here in this album, you have completely deserted that, which obviously was your first love, country and western music, and you've gone to great old evergreens. Was this your choice to do a thing like this? Well, this has been a kind of a meeting of the minds. I must uh, say something at this point, Howard, that this doesn't mean that I will not do any more country and western. I understand. I intend to do more country and real country and western records. I don't mean the dressed up ones. Yeah. I mean, but uh, this was this album is kind of a meeting of the minds of the people at Victor and myself. They thought possibly that I was versatile enough to maybe do something of this kind. So we decided to do it. And it instead, of half, instead of half doing it, we decided to just go all the way and put the lush strings and everything. Yes. It. Well, actually, there would be no way that you could combine and put Country and Western in with this album. As That's right. Make six of one and six of the other because that uh, would be in too much contrast. But I always think that there is a, there is an importance perhaps hidden within uh, any album, and that is this, Eddie, that if this breaks out and becomes great in the pop field, that there is going to be a demand for you to make club appearances, television, radio appearances, as a pop singer. Now, would you be inclined to throw away uh, that which we know as country and western garb and put on tails or tuxedo and go into a nightclub like Copa or the Chez Paris? 
No, I would much rather just walk in there with a blue suit on. Or a blue suit, but or you would be willing suit. to go into the smart, yeah. sophisticated yeah. nightclubs across However, the However, that's the way I work anyway, Howard. Uh, I want, uh, doing the country and western thing, I don't wear cowboy clothes. Never have. Uh, sometimes I work in casual clothes. Uh-huh. Or I might wear a suit with a little early American string tie or something of that kind. But I work just straight like anybody yes. else. Well, uh, will you go into nightclubs? Oh, yes, I will, if the demand is there. But when I go, I'll take the pop songs and I'll take the country and western right with me. Yes, because you'd be foolish not to, because... Um not because the habitués in the nightclubs know you as a country and western singer, they'll know you as a pop. But I think that you could uh, achieve a great service to music if you let all the people who dig the so-called sophisticated stuff know that there is great beauty in the country and western, too, isn't there? Well, uh, Howard, now, I've uh, in the last three or four years uh, in my act, I've been doing popular songs when I appeared. And I've mm-hmm. appeared in some of the nightclubs, uh, be a year ago this past March, I was in Washington at the Casino Royal. Well, I did uh, popular songs. I'd do the the popular songs of the day, and then when I'd finished those, I'd come out with my guitar and sit down on a little stool and do my little cattle call and mm. and all the little country songs, you know, and the people loved it. Uh, I'm thankful that yes. they did like it, but what I'm getting at is that uh, it's my feeling that an audience, regardless of their taste, will accept our country and western songs, if they're done in good taste. Yes. There is no more geographical barrier to music anyway, is there? I mean, today, the northerners accept the music of the south. The south, uh, long since, has accepted the music of the Yankees. Uh, and I think this is a healthy condition to exist because it gives us an appreciation of the lore of you people that, that do live south of the Mason-Dixon line. Well, you see, Howard, <clears throat> so, so often they talk about the songs that we country boys sing as, as folk songs. Well, those folk songs were popular songs of the day. Certainly. Molly Darling that I do is a song that's a little over 50 years old. Uh-huh. That was not what you'd term this day and time as a, a country and western song. That was a popular a song, song of the day. So that is a standard in American music, the same as some of the things you've selected that we think of as being pop in this particular album. That's it's right. Just uh, standards with a shorter vintage is all. That's right. Uh, Eddie, uh, Tennessee, of course, which is your home, uh, is a great land, and you are a dirt farmer down there, aren't you? I am, yes. How much of the year, the calendar year, are you able to spend down there behind the plower, behind the... Well, by this time, you're probably mechanized. You don't work with horses, <laughs> do you? Well, we have a tractor. You have too. a tractor, isn't yes. it? Aren't they fun? Yeah. <laughs> Eddie, uh, where'd you get the name A Little on the Lonely Side for this particular album? Honestly, this came about after we had done all the tunes in the album, and we... Listen to the playbacks on the tunes, and the song A Little on the Lonely Side kind of struck our ears, and we says, doggone it, that'd be a good title for the album. There's a beautiful uh, piece of artwork on the cover. It shows the Tennessee plowboy, dear old Eddie Arnold, with his old dog, Shep, (laughs) (laughs) sitting in Central Park in New York City. (laughs) You want to make certain to get this album. It's a great one. Let's go right to it now, Eddie, and, and play the title tune from the album. Here's Eddie Arnold with a little on the lonely side. I'm a little on the lonely a little on the lonely side I keep thinking 
of you only and wishing you were by my side you know my dear when you're not here there's no one to romance with so if i'm seen with someone else it's just someone to dance with every letter that you send me i read a dozen times or more any wonder that i love you more and more oh how i miss your tender kiss and long to hold you tight i'm a little on the lonely side tonight I'm a little on the lonely side to Eddie Arnold with a fine new Victor album, Eddie Arnold with a little on the lonely side, and that's the title tune. Eddie, I'll be with you tonight on our television show. I'll certainly look forward to taking up where we're leaving off here on Too Short a Time. Thank you, Howard. Thanks very much for being here to all of you across these great expanses of land in the 48 states of the United States. You have a real pleasant weekend. If you get a chance to drop into your record store and audition this album for yourself, I think you'll take it home. And, uh, and if you're real careful this weekend, we'll see you on Monday in our show. We hope we'll be coming from the Saxony Hotel in Miami Beach, Florida. We'll see you then. Until then, thanks for listening. Goodbye for now from Chicago. Here's Joe Foss. Be sure to join Howard Monday at this same time when his guest will be Nat Cole on the CBS Radio Network. This is the WBBM Air Theater, Wrigley Building, Chicago. <laughs>